Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears Basketball. We're 15 minutes away from tonight's tip-off, and it's time for the PNC Bank pregame show. A comprehensive look at tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears game. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell with tonight's special sports presentation on Ultimate Sports Talk of Waynedale Golden Bears girls basketball action as the Lady Bears are at home after a few days off and they are entertaining the Rittman Lady Indians in a Wayne County Athletic League contest. Rittman comes into tonight's ball game with a record of four and three overall. They are two and two in Wayne County Athletic League action. While the Waynedale Lady Bears, after their loss on Saturday to Canton Central Catholic, they are one and six on the year and zero and three in conference play. Well, the Lady Bears are coming off a stretch in which they played five games in ten days, and they got Monday off and then practiced on Tuesday and Wednesday. But after rejuvenating their legs, Sid Klein thinks that they are ready to go tonight, even after their loss to Central Catholic on Saturday by a final of 67-29. to Maggie Koblenz led the way for the Lady Bears with eight points and seven rebounds in that game, and Lexi Weaver had seven. Hannah Rizzoletti led the Crusaders with 24 points in the ballgame. Rittman is coming in after a one-point victory at Central Christian on Saturday, a hard-fought game, 38-37. to Beth Markham had 11 points in the game. Mackenzie Coleman, 9, and Kendall Leatherman added 5. And just a week ago tonight, Rittman and Norway played one of the lowest-scoring high school girls games you'll ever see. It was an 18-16 win by Rittman over Norway. These two teams played twice last year. On February 12th at Waynedale, it was Waynedale defeating Rittman by a final of 52-36. to And on January 8th, one of the most disappointing losses that the Lady Bears had a year ago, they were beaten by Rittman over in Rittman by a final of 35-31. to Maddie Neer and Maggie Koblenz led the Lady Bears with eight, while Markham added seven. And it was just one of those games that the Lady Bears could not get anything going in. There is no JV game tonight, and that's because Rittman does not have a JV team. They've got 11 on their roster, but actually they've only got 10 if you count the fact that they lost Kerry Doderer to an ACL injury earlier this year. So they've only got 10 on their roster, and we have only got the varsity game here this evening, and we're about 11 minutes away from the tip-off of this ball game here this evening. A lot of action going on around girls' high school basketball. We'll check out what's going to happen in boys' high school ball over the weekend and talk with head coach Sid Klein. We'll do all that when our PNC Bank pregame show continues after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC.
Well, our last broadcast game on Tuesday night was quite of a nip and tuck affair over at Manchester where the boys were playing. And the Bears came away with a two-point victory, 60-58. to They upped their season mark to 3-1, and but it was a battle getting it done. Aaron Spidell had 14 points in the game, Brevin Reby 12, and Jake Schaup added 10 in the contest. JoJo France had 25 points, the sophomore, for the 0-4 Panthers. Now, the Bears' next game is tomorrow night against Northwestern. This place is going to be jam-packed here tomorrow night, so get your tickets early or get here early because the JV game will tip off at 6 o'clock, and it is always a barn burner between Waynedale and Northwestern, Mark Alberts Jr. and Eric Reby, and it's going to be the same way tomorrow night because first place is on the line in the Wayne County Athletic League. Around boys basketball on Tuesday night, Norwayne defeated Wellington 65-46. It was Rittman over Mapleton 72-45. And Dalton in overtime defeated Tusky Valley 55-50. Worcester demolished Madison by a final of 79-60. Highland over Ridgewood, they did the same thing, 80-27. And it was Tuscaloosa 72, Marlington 59. Tomorrow night around the area, Chippewa will be at Norwayne, Smithville at Hillsdale, and Rittman is at Dalton. Outside the WCAL. Mansfield Christian is at Central Christian, and Highland is at Malvern. On Saturday, boys basketball, Norway will be playing St. Thomas Aquinas at Walsh University. That's at 245. Kingsway will be at the Open Door Tournament, and Loudonville is at Fredericktown. The Steve Smith College of Worcester Classic is going on on Saturday. At 1 o'clock, Worcester will play Triway at 245. Dalton goes to Ontario. Orville plays Thomas Worthington at 430. West Holmes plays Hillsdale at 6.15, and Northwestern goes up against unbeaten Lexington at 8 o'clock. Last night in wrestling, Waynedale defeated Orville 66-18, and then they beat Indian Valley in the second matchup of the night, 49-24. Two pins each on the evening for Wilson at 132, Reed Stanley at 160, Kristen Anderson at 195, and Sam Farrar at 285. The Bears' next action will be Saturday, and that will be the Waynedale Duels at 9 a.m. against Cloverleaf. And girls basketball action this week on Monday night, Tusky Valley defeated Dalton by a final of 54 to 47. Tuesday night, Northwestern won by 10 over New London, 49-39. Last night, quite a matchup between Canton Central Catholic and Tuslaw, and Canton Central Catholic came out on top of it in the Mayor's Cup series, 35 to 33. It was Glen Oak beating Worcester 64-37 and Highland over Malvern 84-50. Around the conference tonight in girls basketball action, other than this Rittman-Waynedale matchup, Dalton is at Chippewa, Hillsdale goes to Norwayne, and Northwestern goes to Smithville. Kingsway is playing in the open door tournament, and Loudonville will be at Danville tonight in girls basketball. On Saturday's action around the area in girls basketball, Northwestern is at Rittman. These are all afternoon games now. Orville is at Ashland. Clearport goes to West Holmes. Highland will be at Strasburg. Norwayne is at Dalton. Smithville at Fairless. And Triway travels to Tusky Valley. Loudonville will be at St. Pete's. Elsewhere tomorrow on Saturday night, it will be Kingsway in the Open Door Tournament. Well, the Waynedale Lady Bears are getting ready to go after their second victory of the season here at home, where on the year, the Lady Bears are 1-3. and three. They've got a 1-6 overall mark, and they are entertaining the Rittman Lady Indians at 4-3. And, and we'll be back to preview tonight's ballgame and talk with head coach Sid Klein when our PNC Bank pregame show continues right after this timeout. 
Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances. Track and budget your spending and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. We're about five minutes away from the tip-off of tonight's game. I'm Dave Mitchell. A look at the Wayne County Athletic League standings so far heading into tonight. Chippewa is leading the conference with a 4-0 mark. They're 6-0 overall, and tied with Smithville for the overall mark at 6-0, but Smithville is 3-0 in conference play. Northwestern and Dalton are each at 2-1. Rittman is at 2-2. Norwayne at 0-3 along with Hillsdale and Waynedale. They are the bottom three teams in the conference. Rittman, 4-3 overall heading into this one. 2-1 a non-conference record. Gary Nichols, or Derek Nichols, I should say, in his third year as head coach of the Rittman Lady Indians. He's got a record of 22 wins against 31 defeats in his career. They are 2-1 and one at home, 2-0, and oh, I should say 2-2 two and two on the road, excuse me. They are playing sound fundamental basketball this year. Nichols, in his three years at Rittman, has turned this program around. Just two years ago, they had a 48-game losing streak in the Wayne County Athletic League, and they broke that losing streak with a victory against Dalton. They've had back-to-back 9-14 overall records and 3-11 conference records, including that win over Waynedale last year. They've got one senior on this team. That is Beth Markham, two juniors, five sophomores, and two freshmen. They come into tonight averaging 35.2 points a game, and they're giving up 31.5 points a contest. Waynedale's 1-6, 0-3 in the conference. Sid Klein in his seventh year, 67 wins against 71 career defeats. They're 1-3 here at the friendly confines. And now that the toughest part of the schedule is over, they are coming off of a stretch in which they had five games in ten days, and they've had four days off. And after Saturday, they'll have 11 more days off, so they'll be able to get their legs back. The Bears so far have struggled to find an identity without Maddie Near, and she's working out, and the target date is going to be December 30th against Norway, and we'll see if they're going to be able to get her back by then. And earlier tonight, I had a chance to talk with Sid Klein about tonight's ball game. With Sid Klein before tonight's game against Rittman. Okay, Sid, you've had a few days off after five games in ten days. You've had a couple of days to implement some new things. Do you feel more like you've gotten some coaching accomplished now over the last couple of days? Yeah, I mean, Tuesday and Wednesday, the girls got after it. Uh, you know, we gave them Monday off. Just they needed a little downtime. And, you know, there's definitely some things we're working on. Uh, you know, we're not halfway through the season yet. And, and typically, Coach McLeod and I, we like changing stuff up in the second half of the season. And, and we started that uh, this week. You know, you've said, and, and I've talked a lot about it out of this early part of the schedule, these, most of these teams could play each other and they'd end up 500, and it kind of signified that last night with CCC beating Tusla by a couple of points. Yeah, um, I actually called that game. I knew, I, I felt comfortable that uh, Canton, Canton Central Catholic would win that game, and, you know, I had some coaching buddies. We were all, we all threw our two cents in, and I was the only one that actually picked the game correct. Well, the 
that tough part of the schedule now, I guess you could say, is over. Now you get into some games where it might be a little easier to handle somewhat. I guess we're going to put it that way. But nonetheless, when you look at it now, do you think that that part of the schedule has made you a better ball club? Yeah, actually, uh, today, Coach McLeod and I, we talked about that, that we, you know, we feel the, the, uh, schedule strength that we had early on, you know, getting into this second, second part of the season, you know, we're hoping, you know, a little bit of each game will, will carry over to these, you know, these games coming up. And, and again, take nothing away from Ripman. Ripman's a really good team, really good program. You know, we got to show up and play or, or, you know, we're going to get beat. You know, Nichols has done a good job of implementing his program in the last three years. Yeah, Eric and, and Pew, they do a good job over there. You know, they're going to want to slow the game down as much as they can. And, you know, they play really good man-to-man defense. They throw a little zone out, out there every now and then. And, you know, we've got to be ready for that. You know, last year, probably one of the most disappointing losses you had last year was over at Rittman. Yeah, the only thing that... uh uh, from a coaching standpoint that we accomplished was, you know, I had, in the first half, we ended up dumping the bench with six minutes to go in the second quarter and my bench came in and played even with them. And, you know, that was the positive, but, you know, it, it's, it just goes back to what, you know, what we're trying to in, enforce and instill with these girls. When you come up, when you come out to play and hit the court, you got to show up. What about Beth Markham for them? Uh, she's, you know, she's definitely a threat. She's, she's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, you, you know, she, she shoots the ball well. We need to recognize where she's at. And, you know, we, we want to contest every shot that she takes tonight. Beth Markham is one of the big players for Rittman tonight, as Sid Klein said. The keys for tonight's game, the Bears are going to have to play some solid defense here tonight and be aggressive along with cutting down the turnovers. And for Rittman, they need to control the glass in this one. Rittman, 4-3 and three overall, 2-2 two and two in conference play. Waynedale, 1-6, and six, and they are 0-3 in the Wayne County Athletic League. I'm Dave Mitchell. It is Rittman taking on Waynedale, and the tip-off is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. The game is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game is brought to you by the Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders in Orville. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. The Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, call 830-9760. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. 
the Shout Brothers Farms. Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905. And by Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. This contest is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the gym for this Waynedale Golden Bears basketball game. Last year, the Waynedale Lady Bears suffered their most disappointing loss over at Ritman High School, and tonight they get the chance to get off to their first victory in Wayne County Athletic League play. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell on tonight, Ultimate Sports Talk. Dot com presentation of Waynedale Lady Bears basketball, and they will be entertaining the Ritman Lady Indians, who are four and three on the year, two and two in Wayne County Athletic League play. They are coming in off of their win over Central Christian on Saturday, 38 to 37. Let's check out the starting lineups. First of all, for the visiting Ritman Lady Indians, they will start at the forwards. Number four, Beth Markham, who beat the Bears last year, averaging about 16 points a game against them. 5'9", senior Markham, the only senior on their roster. At the other forward, it'll be Maddie Smith, number 5, a 5'7", sophomore. In the middle, Mason Rupp. Rupp, number 25, a 5'8", sophomore. And in the backcourt, Kendall Leatherman, number 13, a 5'5", junior. And Cora Wilson, number 20, a 5'3", sophomore. So it's Markham and Smith at the forwards. In the middle, Rupp. And at the guards, Kendall Leatherman and Cora Wilson. Eric Nicholson, his third year, 22 wins against 31 defeats. He is assisted by Trish Seilhanger and Jeff Pugh. Now for the Waynedale Lady Bears, coming in after a defeat to Canton Central Catholic on Saturday, 67-29. They're 1-6 overall, 0-3 in Wayne County Athletic League play. They will start their usual starting lineup that they have ever since the second game of the year. Maggie Koblenz at one forward, a 5'9 sophomore. Koblenz on the year, averaging nine points a game. Lindsay McFern, the other forward, number 13, a 5'9 senior. In the middle, Carolyn Brewer. Brewer averaging just under five points a ball game. She's a 5'9 senior. And in the backcourt, Emma Cannon. Cannon averaging seven points a contest and six and a half rebounds a game. She's a 5'6 freshman. And at the other guard will be Grace Lemon, number five, a 5'4 senior. So it's Koblenz and McFern at the forwards. Brewer in the middle. Cannon and Lemon at the guard position. Sid Klein in his seventh year. 67 wins against 71 defeats. He is assisted by P.J. McLeod and Kim Zerker. No JV game here this evening, as Rittman does not have a JV squad, so no JV game here tonight. We're getting this one underway early. Bears come out in their white home uniforms with brown numerals and gold trim, and Rittman in their black road uniforms with red numerals and white trim. It will be Beth Markham in the center circle against Lindsey McFern. Your officials for tonight's game, Brian Chisnell, Mike Laubacher, and Bryce Prajic. We are about set to go. Waynedale going from right to left across your computer screen. I'm Dave Mitchell. We're getting this one underway early tonight on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Ball is in the air and the tip is controlled into the backcourt to Waynedale and the Bears will open the ball game with the basketball. On the right side is Maggie Koblenz. Drives down to the right baseline. Off to Emma Cannon. Cannon inside the lane from the left side. Got it up to go from seven feet. Emma Cannon with her first two, and the Bears are on top of it for the first time tonight at 2-0. Full court pressure put on by Waynedale, up the floor, and a traveling violation called against Cora Wilson. It was either a travel or an offensive foul because Emma Cannon had great defensive position. 
and they called the trap. Koblenz with the basketball, seven and a half minutes to go in the first quarter to Cannon, right of the lane, dribbles with the left hand, bounce pass to McFern, left wing. McFern back out front to Grace Lemon. Rittman in a 1-3-1 zone defense. Bounce pass on the right-hand side to Carolyn Brewer, top of the key to Cannon. Cannon with it, left side, 15-footer left wing, overshot the bucket, and it goes out of bounds, back to Rittman. Rittman in that 1-3-1 zone, and you can bet they saw Canton Central Catholic play that on Saturday very effectively against the Waynedale Lady Bears, and that's why they implemented it here tonight. Inbounds pass going to Leatherman, and they got Maddie Smith, and Smith threw the ball right past Markham and out of bounds. So two possessions for Rittman and two turnovers. And the Bears lead it 2 to nothing, looking for their first conference victory of the year. Cannon out front to Koblenz. Now back to Grace Lemon on the left wing to Lindsey McFern. Almost walked with it. Gets the top of the circle to Koblenz. Drives right of the lane. Kicks it back out to Cannon. Cannon looks like she walks every time she gets the ball. Gets it to Grace Lemon. Top of the key now to Koblenz with the left hand. Dribble to the left wing to McFern. Bears running the weave. Right wing it goes to Carolyn Brewer. Dribbles down to the baseline. Dribbled it off of her knee, but it was last touched by Cora Wilson, and it will stay with Wayne Dale. 6.46 to go in the first quarter of play. We've just begun this one from Apple Creek. 2-0, Lady Bears on top of it. McFern will put the ball in play right of her own bucket. Looking and lobs a pass inside to Koblenz. Koblenz had to tip it back out front and then chase it down. With it is 11th between the circles. Grace with the basketball in the right-hand dribble. Right wing to Maggie Koblenz. Holds it high. Top of the key to Lemon. Kicks it off on the left side to McFern. And it goes back to Lemon on the right side to Koblenz. Koblenz back to Lemon. Top of the circle. Guarded by Wilson. Bounce pass outside to Koblenz. And back to Grace Lemon on the left wing to McFern. Cross-court pass to Maggie Koblenz. And Koblenz shuffled the feet on the drive to the bucket. First turnover of the game against the Lady Bears. 6.19 to go. Full court pressure put on by Waynedale. 2-2-1. And Markham will inbound the ball on the far side at three-quarter court. Inbound. It comes to Wilson. Wilson goes over on the right-hand side to Leatherman. Now back to Wilson. Wilson splits the defenses, drives the lane, puts it up on the left side. No good. Missed everything. Just hit the backboard. And the ball taken down off the glass by Emma Cannon. Cannon top of the circle in the front court. Kicks it off left wing to Grace Lemon. Puts the shot up off the backboard in the rim. No good. And the ball is taken down by Mason Rupp. Rupp gets it off to Leatherman, and she'll walk it across the timeline into the front court. Rupp on the left-hand side, guarded by Copeland. has got the ball knocked free, but Rupp regains it. Off the mark on top of the key around a pick set by Leatherman. Back out to Wilson. Top of the circle to Smith, and Smith will back it out. Bears in a 2-3 zone now. We'll probably see a lot of 1-3-1 out of the Lady Bears tonight, too. Ball knocked away by Emma Cannon, and it will stay with Rippen. And Markham will put the ball in play right in front of us to the right of the scorer's table. And Lexi Weaver is going to check into the ball game. First substitution of the night for Sid Klein. And now Sidney Miller will come in. Carolyn Brewer checks out and Grace Lemon leaves. Going to be a lot more liberal substituting tonight for Sid Klein because of no JV game and they don't have to worry about the quarters here tonight. 1-2-2 zone now put on by the Bears. On the right-hand side to Smith. Smith kicks it back out front to Wilson. Wilson at the left wing, dribbles out between the circles, goes right-hand side to Leatherman. Bounce pass to Markham, top of the circle to the free throw line. Off to Leatherman. Leatherman with the ball and there will be a foul called after the whistle. And it will be called... On Emma Cannon, I believe. Check that. Might not be Emma Cannon. It will be on Sydney Miller. Miller picks up her first. 
team first. Wilson putting the ball in play. Inbounds the basketball out front to Mackenzie Coleman, who checks into the ball game for the first time tonight. And leaving the contest is Maddie Smith. Coleman is a 5'7 sophomore. Right side, Cora Wilson put up the shot from 15. No good. And the rebound taken down by Sidney Miller. Miller into the front court to... McFern, top of the key to Koblenz. Koblenz dribbles right side, back out front to Miller, now to Koblenz again. Koblenz to the line, gets it back off to Cannon. Cannon got the pass, knocked free, picked up by Miller, and then she couldn't save it from going out of bounds, and it goes right into the student section. So the turnover gives it back to Rittman, and the turnovers are even at two apiece. 4.45 to go in this first quarter of play. On the year, Waynedale has averaged just under 19 turnovers a game, and they've got to cut that down tonight. On the left-hand side is Wilson. Wilson against the 1-3-1 zone. Now, first time we've seen this tonight by the Lady Bears. On the right wing is Markham. Markham cross-court left wing to Wilson. Wilson dribbles down to the left baseline. Now spins it back out to the wing. Hook pass. It goes to Leatherman. Leatherman's going to put up the shot for 15. No good. And Sidney Miller's got her third rebound of the night on that weak side. And the ball is knocked out of bounds by Beth Markham, but it will stay with Waynedale. Into the contest now for Rittman is Andrea Vale. Vale, a 5'3 junior. Wilson will leave the ball game. And also coming in is Erica Gosser. Gosser, a 5'10 freshman, and she checks in, and out of the ball game is Rupp. 4.13 to go in the first quarter. Bears on top of a 2-0, thanks to the 15-footer by Emma Cannon. Left wing is McFern. Bounce pass kicked away by Erica Gosser. Eric Nichols has got 10 on his roster, and he uses them. 4.06 to go in the first quarter. Inbounds pass to Koblenz in the front court. There's a timeline. Left wing to McFern. McFern against the man-to-man. Bounce pass right wing to Sidney Miller. Lost the handle. Picks it back up. Kicks it out on the left side for Koblenz. Spins to her left, now to her right. Gets it off to McFern in the right corner. She'll put it up from 20. No good. Rebound loose on the baseline, and it will be picked up out in the corner by Andrea Vale. And there'll be a foul called against Waynedale on the play. 3.46 to go in the first quarter. And the foul is called, I believe, against Sidney Miller. And if it is, that will be her first. And the third, check that, just the second against Waynedale as a team. No, it will be the third, and that's the second against Sidney Miller. Grace Lennon back into the ball game and leaving is Sidney Miller. Carolyn Brewer back in. Up court pass, knocked away, stolen away by McFern. McFern's going to drive the lane, laid it up too hard. Rebound Lexi Weaver back up and in on the left-hand side. Weaver with her first bucket of the evening, and the Bears lead it 4 to nothing. 3.25 to go in this first quarter. On the left-hand side is Hartzler. Hartzler got the ball knocked free and taken away by Carolyn Brewer, and up court... Brewer on the way to the bucket. They will call her for a foul as she lost the handle and committed the foul. Fourth against Wayndale as a team. That's the first against Carolyn Brewer. Checking out Andrea Vale and Cora Wilson is back into the ballgame. Leatherman will bring it into the front court. 1 2 2 zone now put on by Wayndale as Sid Klein changing his defenses up here tonight. With it on the right hand side is Wilson. Wilson, guarded by McFern, got the ball to the free throw line to Erica Gosser, and Gosser lost the handle, but a foul will be called on Carolyn Brewer, and that is her second. And all of a sudden, Waynedale 
has got 14 fouls with 3.03 to go in this first quarter of play. 4-0 Waynedale. That's 14 fouls against the Lady Bears. None for Rittman. Inbounds pass in the right corner to Leatherman. She'll shoot the three. No good from the baseline. Rebound knocked down into the hands of Grace Lemon. Lemon brings it up on the run up the left-hand side on the right wing to Emma Cannon. Back to Koblenz between the circles to Lemon. Lemon fakes right, goes left to McFern. Dribbles inside the arc. Back out to Lemon. Top of the key to Koblenz. Koblenz swings it over on the right side to Cannon and back to Koblenz. Now Koblenz will back it out front and reset the offense. Weaver on the right wing to the top of the circle to Grace Lemon. Drives right side down to the baseline. Put it up off the glass. Got it to go. Boy, a tough bank shot by Grace Lemon. Her first two, and Waynedale leads it 6 nothing. Into the front court is Leatherman. Leatherman backs it to the left-hand side against that 1-3-1 to mark him on the left baseline. Underneath the Coleman, put it up from the left-hand side. No good too hard, and Koblenz with the rebound, and she brings it up on the run from right to left. To the top of the key, to the right of the lane, off the cannon inside the arc. Back outside now to Grace Lemon, sideline right. Lemon around a pick set by Koblenz, scribbles down to the right baseline, and tried to get a bounce pass in the key, but Grace drug the pivot foot and committed the turnover. Brooklyn Reby in. Lindsay McFern leaves the ball game for Wingdale. Erica Gosser is out of the lineup now for Rittman. And back in is Mason Rupp. Into the front court is Wilson. Off to Leatherman. Right side down on the baseline to Markham on the right corner. Leatherman with the basketball out to Wilson. Guarded by Brooklyn Reby. Drives left baseline. Kicks it out on the right-hand side. Tried to go to Markham, and it was knocked out of bounds by Lexi Weaver. 1.38 to go in this first quarter of play, and Rittman will keep the basketball out underneath their own bucket. 6 nothing. Waynedale on top of it. Wilson will put the ball in play. Wilson, looking, looking, gets it off to Leatherman, sideline right in front of Sid Klein. Now dribbles up to the top of the key and backs it out near the center circle with the right-hand dribble. On the left wing to Wilson. Wilson dribbles inside the key, back off to Leatherman. Leatherman guarded by Grace Lemon. 2-3 zone put in by Waynedale now. Coleman on the right side to Markham. She'll shoot the three. Right wing missed everything. Overshot the bucket. Just hit the bottom of the backboard. And Emma Cannon grabbed the ball. Up the floor into the front court. Cannon left wing to Lemon. Lemon looks right. Goes left to Lexi Weaver. Weaver just standing on the arc. Drives the lane. Lost the handle. Picks it up on the baseline to Grace Lemon. Right side. Back to Lexi Weaver. Up to the wing. Now to Brooklyn Reedy. Hook pass on the left wing to Emma Cannon. Dribbles down to the baseline. And spins it back outside to Koblenz. Koblenz back out to the... Emma Cannon to the free throw line, lost the handle, picked out of the air by Weaver. Weaver to the top of the key, now to Koblenz. Koblenz then walked with the basketball. 46.9 seconds to go in the first quarter. That's four turnovers on Waynedale compared to four for Rittman also. Weatherman is out of the ball game. And back into the contest for Rittman is Maddie Smith, the 5'7 sophomore. Rittman down on the scoreboard 6 to nothing here in this first quarter of play. Lindsay McFern will come back into the ball game and Emma Cannon will move down to the low block. That means Grace Lemon will come out of the game. Bears in that 1-3-1 zone. And now they'll go 1-2-2. Now they go back to the 1-3-1. With it is Wilson. Bounce pass on the right side to Markham. Tried to get a pass hook on the left-hand side. Stolen away by Brooklyn Reby into the front court. Reby with the dribble. Right wing to Coblenz. Dribbles right in the lane. 14-footer. Put it up short off the front iron. And the rebound taken down by Mackenzie Coleman. Into the front court. Coleman to Wilson. 
ranked baseline. It goes to Madison Smith. Put it up from the right side. No good. And the rebound taken down by Lexi Weaver. Weaver will bring it up with the right-hand dribble. 13 seconds to go in the quarter. Weaver, left wing to Cannon. She'll shoot the three. Left wing. Got it. Cannon with five. And it is a 9-0 lead. Three seconds to go. Wilson just across the timeline. Puts it up for three. No good. And that is the end of the first quarter of play. And your score at the end of one here from Waynedale. It is the Lady Bears nine and the Ritman Lady Indians nothing. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. Well, the first time this year that Waynedale has pitched a shutout in a quarter, and they lead it 9-0 at the end of one. McFernis in the ballgame with Reby, Koblenz, Lexi Weaver, and Emma Cannon. For Rittman, they are out on the floor with Markham, Wilson, Leatherman is out there, along with Gossert and Rupp. Rittman has the basketball to open the second quarter of play. They've got it to Wilson, left baseline, put it up on the rim, fell in. So Wilson with her first two, first two of Rittman's second quarter. They're now down 9-2. to two. McFern on the right wing. It goes to Koblenz to the free throw line. Off to Lexi Weaver at the three-point arc. Weaver on the left-hand side dribbles to the free throw line and back out to Cannon. Rick Wayndale running that weave against the zone defense. Brooklyn Reeby with the basketball is bodied up and fouled on the play. Foul will be called on Cora Wilson. That is her first. And that is the first against Rittman as a team. 7.28 to go in this first half of play. Now Grace Lemon's coming back into the ball game for the Lady Bears. She's got two points, and sitting down will be McFern. The only person that hasn't sat down for the Bears out of the starting five is Maggie Koblen so far. McFern's going to check back in, and Brooklyn Reby will leave the ball game. 7.28 to go before halftime. 9-2, Waynedale on top of it. Tomorrow night, the boys entertain Northwestern. Should be a good one. With it is Koblenz. On the right side to Lexi Weaver. Weaver dribbles to the free throw line with a left-hand dribble. Puts up the shot. No, but she's fouled on the way to the bucket. So Weaver will go to the line. Foul called against Maddie Mason Rupp. Excuse me, that's her first. They're going to say it was on the floor. The Weaver was not in the act of shooting, so it's no shooting violation. And Weendale inbounds the basketball to Lemon. Left wing to Emma Cannon. Put up the three. No, that's a two. She was on the line. Cannon now with seven. And it is 11-2. Weendale on top of it. Into the front court against that 1-3-1 zone is Rittman. And they get the ball to Leatherman to the free throw line. Left of the lane. Puts it up with the left hand. Got it to go. Nice drive by Leatherman. Weaves her way through the defense. 
for her first two, and it's 11-4, Waynedale. Half-court trap put on now by Rittman into the front court is Lemon. Bounce pass right side to Coburn. Maggie holds the ball high around a pick by Cannon on the right baseline to Emma Cannon. Right of the lane, back out to Koblenz for three. Right wing, got it! Koblenz with her first three of the night. And it's 14-4. Bears have opened up a ten-point lead. Six and a half minutes to go in this first half. Into the front court is Leatherman on the right side to Wilson. Wilson picked up by Lexi Weaver. Goes left of the front court to Leatherman. Now down on the baseline on a nice drive. By Rupp, put it up, no good, rimmed out, and the rebound taken down by Koblenz. Into the front court to Lindsay McFern, left wing, back out to Koblenz. Koblenz left of the front court, dribbles top of the circle, now to Emma Cannon. Check that, Lexi Weaver. Weaver with the basketball inside the circle, and goes back out to Grace Lemon with six minutes to go in the half. Lemon on the right side to Lexi Weaver. Weaver with the basketball, dribbles up to the wing, now top of the circle, spins to her left. Now to Emma Cannon to the free throw line, almost palmed the ball, and then Cannon got the ball taken away, but Lindsay McFern still it right back. On the right side, Grace Lemon dribbles right baseline, and a body up foul called on the Ripman Lady Indians, and that will be on Cora Wilson. And that should be her second, and the third against Ripman as a team. And that will bring in Carol Brewer to the Waynedale lineup. She's got two fouls. Leaving is Lexi Weaver. Brewer scoreless. Weaver leaves with two and two rebounds. Now hustling into the game for Rittman is Maddie Smith. And leaving will be Cora Wilson with those two fouls. McFern will put it in play underneath the Bears' bucket on the right side. Inbounds it to Grace Lemon for the three. Right wing missed everything. And the rebound taken down on the left baseline by Maggie Koblenz. And she is pushed out of bounds. And the foul will be called on Kendall Leatherman of Rittman. Her first and the fourth against Rittman as a team. 5.39 to go in the half, and McFern will put the ball in play on the baseline. Inbounds way out front on the right side to Grace Lemon. Dribbles in, stops, pops the 10-footer, spun it off the front iron, no good, and the ball taken down underneath the bucket by Erica Gosser. Gosser clears it up the floor to Leatherman, down in the right corner to Madison Smith. Smith dribbles up to the wing, hooks a pass out front to Markham, left wing to Leatherman. Leatherman for the Ribbon Lady Indians, dribbles inside the arc, now picks up the dribble, can't find anyone, and lobs it back out front to Smith. Smith, the 5'7 sophomore, bounce pass on the right sideline to Gosser, dribbles down to the baseline, put up a shot, she forced it up, and a foul will be called on Maggie Koblenz. Koblenz will pick up her first personal, and that will be her fifth against the Bears as a team with 5.08 to go in the second quarter. And Gosser goes line right shooting two. The freshman 5.10. Eyes him from line right. Put it up and it is off the side iron. No good. Coleman's back into the ball game for Rittman and leaving the ball game Mason Rupp. Coleman comes in scoreless. Rupp leaves scoreless. And now Brian Chisnell wants Maggie Koblenz to adjust her shoe, her ankle brace. So Gosser, the second one, missed the first one, puts up the second one. It's airborne, and that one is good. So Gosser with her first point of the ball game, and it's 14-5. Waynedale by nine. Into the front court against 2-2-1 full court pressure is Koblenz. Right side to Carolyn Brewer. Puts it up off the glass from 15. No good. Brewer got her own rebound. Ball loose in the floor, and Gosser tied her up. And the jump ball will keep the ball with the Lady Bears. 
Under five minutes to go in this first half. McFern will put the ball in play. Lobs a pass out front to Grace Lemon, left wing. Lemon bounce pass to Koblenz at the free throw line. Dribbles inside the lane, put it up off the glass. No, and she's fouled on the shot. So Koblenz now will go to the line shooting two, as that was in the act of shooting. And the foul will be called against Beth Markham. Her first and five against Ripman as a team. Team fouls are even at five apiece. Koblenz going line left on the year, 12 of 20 for 60% from the stripe. Dips, shoots, and that one is good. She had a rough start shooting free throws at the beginning of the year, and she's picked up the pace here lately. Carolyn Brewer out of the ballgame. Lexi Weaver, after getting a breather, checks back in. Maggie with four points in the ballgame. Bears by ten. Second one by Koblenz, line left, is up, and that one's no good off the iron. And the rebound taken down by Gosser. Gosser off to Leatherman, into the front court, into the center circle. 1-3-1 zone put on by Waynedale. They're not putting a trap on. They're just playing an extended zone defense. With it on the left-hand side is Markham, top of the key to Leatherman. She'll shoot the three, got it. Leatherman's got five in the ball game. Her first three, and it's 15-8. Rittman down by seven. Into the front court, Koblenz to the free throw line down to Cannon. Kicks it out left baseline to McFern for three. Spun it in and out. Rebound knocked around. It comes down off the floor to Grace Lemon. Lemon gets it off to Cannon. Shot the three, no good. And Markham pulls down the rebound. Markham will bring it up the floor on the run up the left-hand side. Got the ball knocked away, but last touched by Markham. And now the officials are going to confer and say, no, it was last touched by Grace Lemon. So Rittman will retain control of the basketball. Into the ballgame is Mason Rupp. And leaving is Gosser. Reby and Brewer back into the ballgame. Lemon leaves, and so does Emma Cannon with 4.08 to go in the second quarter. Cavs are playing Oklahoma City tonight. Iman Shumpert is out of the game, and so is Kyrie Irving. With it on the right-hand side is Markham. She'll shoot the 12-footer inside the lane. Nope. And the rebound is going to be taken down off the boards by Lindsey McFern. She had to rip it away from Coleman. McFern into the front court with the dribble. Top of the circle to Koblenz. Right baseline to Carolyn Brewer. Back out to McFern. McFern dribbles it up to the top of the key to Brooklyn Reby. Now to Koblenz. Dribbles inside the lane. Jump pass to McFern. 17-footer left baseline. No good. And a nice box out by Leatherman to get the rebound. She'll bring it up on the run for the Ripman. All the way, Leatherman down to the baseline. Spins it back out to Markham at the left wing. To Coleman between the circles. Right wing to Leatherman for three again. Right side, no good. Rebound knocked free. Comes down off to Madison Smith. Left side, nope. Rebound loose on the baseline. And it will be last touched by Carolyn Brewer. So Rittman will keep control of the basketball. 15-8 timeout, Waynedale. 3.23 to go in this first half of play. Your score, it is Waynedale 15 and Rittman 8. When it comes to cheering on your team, chips and dip don't cut it. So build a better game plan. One that starts with tender, juicy pork. Kick things off with a pork tenderloin and sausage flatbread. Serve a slam dunk with sweet and spicy pork kebabs. Or hit it out of the park with hearty pork meatball sandwiches. With pork, there are countless ways to keep game day going strong. Find more winning ideas at porkbeinspired.com. Brought to you by Shop Brothers Farms and the Northeast Ohio Pork Producers. 
Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com Well, after that 30-second timeout by Sid Klein, Beth Markham got the inbounds pass, put up a 17-footer, it wasn't any good. And Mason Rupp grabbed the offensive rebound, and she was fouled trying to put it back up, goes line right, shooting two shots. Foul was called against Lexi Weaver, her first. First one by Rupp is no good, and now the second one is airborne, and that one is good, nothing but that. So Rupp with her first point of the ball game. Koblenz jump pass into the front court to McFern. Three-pointer left wing, no good. Hit the side of the backboard, it goes out of bounds. And it will go back to Rittman. This is the closest the Lady Indians have been in this second quarter. It is 15-9. And the Bears are going through a scoring drought. They led it at the end of the first quarter, 9-0. Into the front court, Markham down on the left-hand side to Leatherman, got the ball kicked away, ball loose on the floor, picked up by Carolyn Brewer, she lost it again, and it's picked right back up by Rupp. Rupp with it on the right-hand side to Coleman. Coleman back out front as Rippman's got the ball back to Leatherman. Ninth pass underneath the Rupp, laid it up, no, and a foul is called from behind on Brooklyn Reby. What a nice feed by Leatherman underneath. And Reby had no alternative but to commit the foul. That puts Waynedale over the limit for the rest of the half. And Rupp, who was just there, split the pair. Now will shoot two again. Puts this one up, the left-hander off the front iron, backboard, and no good. Grace Lemon will come into the ball game for the Lady Bears. Reby will leave. And Rupp with one point here tonight. Goes line right, trying to split the pair again. And that time she got it to go. So she's been to the line four times. She's sunk two of them. And it's 15-10. Rippin down by five. Lemon, baseball pass up the floor to Lexi Weaver. Saved it in on the baseline, but it, her foot was on the baseline when she touched the basketball. And the turnover gives it back to Rippin. Leatherman will bring the ball up. Leatherman up the right side in front of the scorer's table. Spins it out on the left-hand side. Now Leatherman with the basketball between the circles. Leatherman on the right-hand side, now in between the circles. Guarded by Lemon. Into Gosser. Gosser put it up inside the lane, spun it in and out. And the rebound ripped down off the glass by Maggie Koblenz. Koblenz will bring it up from right to left with 2.13 to go. Right wing, Grace Lemon for three. Spun it in and out. No. Rebound taken down on the floor by Gosser. Gosser with three rebounds off the bench for the Lady Indians tonight. And bringing it up the floor will be Leatherman, and she just walks it across, taking her time. Bounce pass to Markham, left wing. Markham goes down on the left baseline to Rupp, back out to Markham to the free throw line, top of the key to Leatherman, right of the key, got it. Leatherman with eight, and Rittman is not going to go quietly into the night. They're down by two, 15-13. Hoagland's into the front court. Jump pass to Lexi Weaver. Weaver lost the handle, and a foul is going to be called on Rupp as Lexi Weaver was going for the basketball. That was one of those 50-50 balls that you almost could have called the foul either way. Rupp with her second. 
and the sixth against Rittman as a team, so the Lady Bears will just inbound the basketball. They inbound it to Brewer, right back to McFern. Now on to the left-hand side to Lexi Weaver. Weaver top of the circle with a minute and a half to go in the half. On the right wing to Coburn. Coburn's to the free throw line, to the right of the lane, on the right corner to the baseline, to Grace Lemon, put up an air ball, and the ball looked like she got hammered, and the ball was pulled out of the air by Gosser. And Gosser gets it off to Leatherman, and Rittman can tie or take the lead with this possession. Into the front court. Leatherman with the basketball, left-hand dribble, now crosses over to the right, gets it to Markham. Rittman and Eric Nichols have moved Markham from down in the corner out front now in the second quarter, and that's really spurred the Lady Indians on. Markham with it, running at the guard position, off with Leatherman. Leatherman with 50 seconds to go in the half. Now back to Markham, and Eric Nichols said, let's just hold it for the last shot unless we get somebody open underneath. So that's what Rittman will do. Bears are going to sit back in that 2-3 zone, and Leatherman will just stand out near the timeline with nobody. The closest person to her is Lindsay McFern, and Leatherman's about three feet in front of the half-court stripe, while McFern is back inside the three-point arc. Leatherman left of the front court with 20 seconds to go in the half. Bears lead it by two, 15-13. Now McFern goes out to pick up Leatherman. Leatherman in the center circle with the dribble. Dribbles right-hand side. Hook pass into the left-hand corner to Rupp. Out between the circles to Markham. Markham to the free throw line. Bounce pass to Gosser. Put it up. No, but a foul on Lexi Weaver with 4.4 seconds to go in the half. Lexi with her second personal foul and going line right is Gosser. Gosser, one of two from the stripe, and she'll go to the line, shooting two shots with an opportunity to tie this game for Rittman. She dips, shoots, and got it. Gosser with two, two for three from the line. Cannon into the game. Brewer will leave. Sid Klein wants a shooter into the ball game here at the end of the quarter. 4.4 seconds to go, and now Gosser can tie the game. Second one is good. Gosser with three, and we are tied for the first time tonight at 15 apiece. Now Smith is back into the ballgame, and Markham will leave. Eric Nichols doesn't want to take a chance on his star, picking up a cheap foul at the end of the half. Koblenz will put the ball in play on the back baseline. Full court pressure put on by Ribbon. Inbound to Lexi Weaver. Into the front court. Two seconds. Over on the right side. 11. Not free by Coleman. And that is the end of the first half of play, and Rittman with a great comeback in the second quarter to knock things up at 15 apiece here at halftime. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where can you get food smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg? Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8. Located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. 
Exceeding your expectations is what the Spidel Funeral Home strives for. Every day the Spidel Funeral Home proves what matters most. They've been family owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you and trust your family with their care. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears basketball broadcast is made possible by The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi. Shout Brothers Farms. Murphy's Promotions. And the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank halftime show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. the score here at halftime. The Bears shut out Rittman in that first quarter of play. Nine to nothing. But they were outscored 15 to six in the second quarter. And that's why we are all knotted up at 15 apiece. Eric Nichols just made one little subtle move in the second quarter, but it proved to be very proficient for the Lady Indians as he moved Markham from the wing up top and they played the two guard against the 1-3-1 zone of Waynedale. And that helped out the Ritman Lady Indians here in this first half of play. Nice to see Kayla Troyer, who graduated a year ago. She underwent shoulder surgery on her left shoulder this time, but she's got it in a sling. Looking at her across the way, she looks like she's in good shape. And, of course, she's at Ashland University now. And just an update on Maddie Near. The Lady Bears are expected to have her back on December 30th, and that will be against Norway. And, of course, on Saturday, the Lady Bears will play Hillsdale. And then that will be their last game through the Christmas break. They'll get about 11 days off, and that's when Maddie Near is expected to be back. 15-15, your score here at halftime. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more after this. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company, locally owned, community driven, member FDIC, 
equal housing lender. Fifteen, fifteen. The score here at halftime. Ripman and Waynedale all knotted up. As far as the stat story for the ball game, leading scores Emma Cannon has got seven points. They all came in the first half, first quarter of play. She's got one three pointer. Then comes Maggie Koblenz with four. Grace Lemon and Lexi Weaver each have two. Kendall Leatherman leading the way for Ripman. She's got two three pointers for eight points tonight. And Erica Gosser off the bench three points. On three of three from the line, or three of four from the line, excuse me, two points added in by Mason Rupp. The Bears have done an outstanding job defensively on Beth Markham, who came in averaging about 16 points a game. She's been held scoreless in this first half of play. The Bears, 50% from the line, while Rittman shooting 75% from the strike. Waynedale committed 18 fouls to Rittman six. Waynedale is out rebounding Rittman 14 to 10. Each team has got two offensive rebounds, and the turnovers are almost identical. Waynedale with six, and Rittman with five. So the Bears and Rittman tied up here at halftime, 15-15, and we'll be back to preview the second half right after this timeout. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years as a true community bank. Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 15-15 the score here at halftime. On Saturday, the Lady Bears will be back in action. That will be against Hillsdale. Now, that game is Saturday night. It was scheduled to be Saturday night, then it was switched to Saturday afternoon, and now it's back to Saturday night because of the wrestling meet going on here on Saturday morning. So the game will be Saturday night. We'll be on the air with the pregame show around 7.15. Tip-off will be at 7.30. And then tomorrow night, a big one in the Wayne County Athletic League boys' standings. Northwestern comes to Apple Creek to take on the Golden Bears. The Bears 3-1 and one on the year, while Northwestern is 4-1. and one. Tip-off will be around 7.30, and I'll be on the air with the pregame show at about 7.15. So that's our weekend schedule for this weekend. And this one right now, it's all knotted up at 15 apiece. And the second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. Brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. We'll go back to the gym for the second half of this Waynedale Golden Bears basketball game after this on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears basketball broadcast is made possible by Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Wayndale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. 
Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Dave Mitchell back at Waynedale High School, where at halftime it is 15-15. We're about ready to go for second half action. For Ritman, they will bring out Markham, Wilson, Leatherman, Rupp, and Smith. They're starting five. And for Waynedale, Sid Klein will send out Lemon, Koblenz, McFern, Cannon, and Brewer. So the original starting fives for both squads. And Ritman will have the basketball open up the second quarter of play. Waynedale was up 9-0 at the end of the first quarter, but Rittman outscored the Lady Bears 15-6 in that second quarter of play, and we're all knotted up at 15 apiece, and here we go. Rittman going from right to left across your computer screen. Waynedale in a 1-2-2 zone. With it is Wilson on the left-hand side to Markham. Markham back at the wing. Cross-court pass to Leatherman, and Leatherman walked with the basketball on the way to the bucket. Six turnovers on Rittman. They had five in the first half. Waynedale had six. Waynedale's averaging just under 19 turnovers a game, so they did a good job of not turning the ball over in the first half. Let's see if they can do that in the second. With it is Lemon. Top of the key to Cannon. Left wing to McFern. McFern in the front court. Now off to Koblenz to the free throw line inside the key. Off on the right side to Carolyn Brewer from 15. No good. And Leatherman takes the ball down off the glass inside the key. Leatherman off to Wilson. Wilson tried to feed a pass underneath. Stolen away by Brewer. Brewer with the basketball up to Florida Grace. Lemon layup up won't go. Brewer got the rebound. Put it back up and in. Nice hustle play by Carolyn Brewer. Her first rebound and bucket of the night. And it's 17-15. Waynedale back out in front of it. Full court pressure put on by the Bears. Markham up the floor to Leatherman. Three on two break. Leatherman all the way, and she'll be fouled by Carolyn Brewer. Leatherman just went for the bucket, and Carolyn Brewer couldn't get her feet set in time. That will be the third on Carolyn Brewer. First against Waynedale as a team. And going line left will be Leatherman. Leatherman with eight points to lead all scorers here tonight. Puts up the first one from line left. No good. Lexi Weaver into the ball game now. Brewer has to sit down with those three personal fouls and two points. Weaver comes in with two rebounds and two points. 17-15 Waynedale. Just under seven minutes to go. Second one, no good. And a nice rebound underneath by Emma Cannon as she went high to grab it with the left hand. Off to Koblenz in the front court. Right wing to McFern. McFern goes to Grace Lemon all alone right on the three-point arc. Top of the key to Lexi Weaver for the three. No good. Short. And the rebound comes down out front to Mason Rupp. Rupp will get it off to Leatherman into the front court. Leatherman on the run. Stops at the top of the key. Now spins it back out. And dribbles left of the front court against the 1-2-2. On the right-hand side to Wilson. Bounce pass to Rupp on the right corner. Back out to Wilson. Left wing Leatherman. Leatherman dribbles inside the arc, now back outside and gets it off to Wilson. Wilson dribbles in, nice feed underneath on the left side to Wilson, put it up no good, or a check at the Smith, and the rebound was taken down by Lexi Weaver. Up the floor to McFern, on the top of the key to Lemon, now to Emmett Cannon, top of the key, Lemon again, on the right wing to Lexi Weaver, dribbles inside the lane, lost the handle, picked up off the floor by Wilson. Wilson will bring it up, and she's going to be tripped from behind by Grace Lemon. And Ripman will have the ball at midcourt. 
Lemon with her first personal. Second against Waynedale as a team. Brooklyn Reeby back in. Lindsay McFern will leave. And Madison Smith will leave for Ripman. And back in is Mackenzie Coleman. Ripman with the basketball. 5.50 to go in this third quarter. On the left-hand side, Coleman. Left wing to Smith. Now to Wilson. Wilson gets it off to Leatherman. Three-pointer right wing. No good. Rebound Coleman. Tips it out near the sideline. And it's chased down by Rupp. Rupp. And the ball will be knocked out of bounds by Grace Lemon. And it will stay with Ripman right in front of Eric Nichols, the head coach of the Lady Indians, with 5.39 to go. And now Sid Klein is talking with Michael Laubacher, the official, saying that we never touched the ball. I honestly didn't see it. Inbounds pass goes into the backcourt to Leatherman, and Leatherman... We'll walk it into the front court, and now Markham goes out with that two-guard offense out front, and a foul called on Maggie Koblenz as she went for the pass. That's her second. And the third against Waynedale as a team. That's one of those that you probably could have let go, but those are one of the points of emphasis this year, the hand check. And... As I said, until they decide to clean up what goes on underneath the basket with everything like that, the hand check means nothing. Left wing, Markham put up the three count. Markham with her first point of the ball game, and it's 18-17. Ritman with their first lead of the night. In the right wing, Waynedale with the basketball, top of the key to Koblenz, and Koblenz walked with it. And Carolyn Brewer will come into the ball game, and let's see who's going to come out. Somebody's got to leave, and I believe it will be Maggie Koblenz, and it will be. 5.06 left to go in the third quarter. Waynedale down for the first time tonight at 18-17. And let's see how they react into the front court. Wilson. Wilson drives left of the lane. Put it up. No, and a foul will be called on Brooklyn Reeby. Reeby with the foul. That will be her second. And that's four on Waynedale as a team. 4.57 4.57 to go. And Wilson will go line left. Wilson puts it up, and it is good. She's got three tonight. And now she'll get the second one. As Ritman now with a two-point lead at 19-17. Wilson, right-handed shooter. Dips, shoots, and it is good. Wilson with four, two for two from the line. 20 to 17, Rittman on top of it. Into the front court is Emma Cannon. Top of the key, left wing to Grace Lemon. Lemon holds the basketball, gets the bounce pass out to Lexi Weaver between the circles. Left wing to Cannon again. Cannon left of the lane, looks inside, now dishes it back outside to Grace Lemon around a pick by Lexi Weaver. Lemon on the left side to Carolyn Brewer, got the ball knocked free, ball loose on the floor. Ball still scurried, picked up by Lexi Weaver, off to Grace Lemon. Left wing to Brooklyn Reeby from 17, off the glass, no. Rebound loose again on the floor, and it's taken down by Emma Cannon. Cannon, left of the lane, back out to Lemon, left wing to Reeby, Reeby inside the lane, back out front to Lemon, Lemon spins to her right, and gets a bounce pass on the right wing to Lexi Weaver, who dribbles down to the baseline, and she'll be fouled by Beth Markham. That will be her first, and, or check that, her second, excuse me, and the first against Rittman as a team. Koblenz comes in, and Brooklyn Reeby will leave. So Koblenz got about a 30-second breather. Erica Gosser comes in for the first time in the second half, and leaving is Rupp with two points. 
Rittman with a three-point lead, 4-14 to go. Inbounds pass to Carolyn Brewer, right of the lane. Put it up, spun it in and out. Rebound comes down to Lexi Weaver, put it on the floor, ball back free, and the ball is picked up by Rittman's Kendall Leatherman. Leatherman will bring it into the front court. Four minutes exactly left to go in this third quarter. Rittman with a three-point lead. Into the front court, Leatherman on the right side. Got a pass to Coleman down in the corner, double team. Now Wayndale going with that 1-3-1 trap. With it is Leatherman, off on the left baseline to Gosser. Gosser back out to Leatherman, and Rittman's doing a good job of handling it. On the right-hand side, Coleman, right baseline, and a foul is going to be called on Grace Leatherman. Well, Brian Chisnell is putting his mark on this ball game, especially in the third quarter. He was non-existent in the first half, but now in this third quarter, he's making his presence known. Foul called on Lemon, her second. On the left-hand side is Markham, put up an air ball. Rebound loose, and it comes down to Koblenz. Lost the handle, ball goes out of bounds, and it will stay with Waynedale. 3.32 to go in the third quarter of play. Waynedale's committed five fouls in this third quarter, and Brian Chesnell's called four of them. Into the front court is Koblenz. Koblenz on the right-hand side. Spins it back out front to Emma Cannon. Three-pointer, top of the key, no good off the side iron. And the ball chased down in the corner by Leatherman. Leatherman now will walk it into the front court for the Lady Indians with the left-hand dribble. 3-10 to go. Leatherman picks up the dribble. Bounce pass on the left side to Gosser. Back out to Leatherman. Leatherman inside the circle. Dribbling in against Cannon. Cannon goes down on the right baseline. To Gosser, now back over on the left-hand side to Wilson, put up the shot, no. Rebound knocked out of bounds, and it will go back to the Lady Bears, off of Coleman. And now coming into the ball game quickly for Rittman is Maddie Smith. Smith checks in scoreless, leaving the ball game is Leatherman, and she's done an excellent job of running the offense for the Lady Indians tonight. Into the front court, Cannon. Top of the key to the free throw line. Bounce pass to Coleman. Left of the lane, now off to Carolyn Brewer. Inside the lane, put up the shot, no from 12, but she'll go to the line as she was fouled on the play. Brewer, more aggressive tonight offensively than we've seen her in the first seven games. Foul is called on Gosser, that is her first. And the second against Rittman as a team. Brewer, line right, shooting two. With two points here this evening, puts that one up, and it is in and out, no good. Brewer shooting 63% from the stripe. Sydney Miller is going to come into the ballgame at the next buzzer, but she'll be coming in for Carolyn Brewer. Now Coleman leaves the ballgame for Rittman, and back in is Rupp. 2.42 to go in the third quarter. Rittman by three. Second one by Brewer. That one is short. Rebound, Lexi Weaver. One dribble, back up. No, but a foul called. And Weaver will go to the line. Weaver doing a nice job on the glass here in this third quarter. Foul is called on Rupp. She just came into the game and picked up her third personal. Going line right will be Lexi Weaver. She's got two points tonight, shooting two. Lexi on the year, 60% from the strike. Got it. Weaver with three, and she'll try to sweep the pair and draw Wayndale within one. Sydney Miller and Carolyn Brewer leaves with those three fouls. Weaver. Second one is good again. Weaver with four. And it's a one-point Rittman lead at 20-19. to 2.40 to go in the third quarter. Markham will bring it into the front court. 
with Leatherman on the bench. Markham will run the point. On the left-hand side to Wilson. Wilson drives inside the lane, put it up, no good. Rebound taken down by Smith, laid it right back up and in. Smith, her first two, and Rippin leads it by three again, 22-19. Emma Cannon to the top of the key to Lemon. Lemon dribbles down to the right wing, on the right side to Koblenz for the free throw line. Spins to her right, back out to Lexi Weaver, dribbles to the free throw line. On the left wing to Sidney Miller for three, left side, no good. Rebound taken down by Koblenz, lost it on the baseline. She threw it right into the face, trying to save it inbounds. Threw it right into Cora Wilson's face. It was inadvertent, but... Boy, it smacked her right in the face, and now she's going to leave the ball game. And checking back in is Gosser. So Rittman will have the basketball with 2.06 to go in the third quarter. Markham will put the ball in play, and it was knocked out of bounds by Lexi Weaver, who's playing closely with Kendall Leatherman, who's back into the game now. Leatherman, boy, she is shoving off against Sidney Miller. And now Bryce Krajic is going to come over the official. And Leatherman puts her hands behind her back just to show that she's not going to push off. Now Leatherman's going to set a pick, and they'll get the ball to Leatherman. Guarded by Weaver now. And over to Markham. And Markham will bring it into the front court. Markham, guarded by Emma Cannon. Gets it off to Leatherman to the free throw line. Left side, inside the arc. Back over to Gosser. Gosser on the run. Blocked out of the air by Koblenz. Her first block shot of the night. Koblenz brings it up on the run to the free throw line. On the left baseline to Miller. Left wing to Lemon. Lemon holds it high. Looking on the left-hand side. And the Bears have got the left side overloaded. Now off to Emma Cannon. Back out front to Lemon with a minute 35 to go in the quarter. Emma Cannon with it at the right wing. Holding it high. Looking underneath. And a foul on a hand check will be called on... Check that. Maddie Smith. That will be her first. And the fourth against Rittman is a team. Timeout, Wayne Dale. 131 to go in this third quarter of play from Apple Creek. Your score. Rittman 22 and Wayne Dale 19. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready to go meals, and a full service deli. Harvest Market is your one stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Wayne Dale will have the basketball. Sid Klein used a full time out there, so he's got two fulls and a 30 left. Eric Nichols has got his full complement of timeouts. A minute 31 to go in the third quarter. Bears inbound the basketball to Koblenz. Right baseline to Buchanan and back out front to Koblenz. Koblenz with it, guarded by Markham on the left wing to Grace Lemon. Lemon dribbles, bounce pass to Cannon, left wing. Now off on the left-hand side to Miller for three. Got it! Miller ties the ball game with her first three of the night at 22 apiece. A minute 10 to go in this third quarter. Markham, bounce pass to Leatherman, and she walks it into the front court. 
Leatherman with a crossover dribble guarded by Maggie Koblenz. Down to the left wing. Bounce pass to Markham inside the key. Markham on the right-hand side to Cora Wilson, who's back in. Got a pass underneath, knocked free, and taken away by Sidney Miller. Miller brings it up on the run. Back to Koblenz, top side. Over to Miller. Miller lost the handle, saves it inbounds, but right into the hands of Leatherman. Leatherman now will walk it into the front court with 42 seconds to go. Guarded by Miller. Leatherman gets it out on the right baseline to Wilson. Wilson with the basketball down to Smith. Smith, right of the lane, top of the key. Wilson, timeout goes to Rittman, and it will be a 30. 32.5 seconds to go in the third quarter, and your score, it is Waynedale 22 and Rittman 22. Steps down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, we're tied up at 22 apiece. 32 and a half seconds to go in this third quarter. And Rittman will have the basketball underneath their own bucket on the right side. Bears in a 2-3 zone. Putting it in play is Wilson. Inbounds the ball to Leatherman. And Leatherman in the corner now dribbles out between the circles. Leatherman setting up the offense for Eric Nichols, Rittman, Lady Indians. Leatherman with a left-hand dribble on the left-hand side to Markham. Markham with 20 seconds to go in the third quarter. We're knotted up at 22. With it to Leatherman. Leatherman with a crossover dribble guarded by Koblenz. Now goes on the right-hand side to Smith. Back out to Leatherman. Eight seconds to go in the quarter. Leatherman around Koblenz inside the lane. Laid it up with the right hand. Too hard. Rebound Koblenz. Ball loose underneath. Ball loose. Picked up by Miller. Now off to Lexi Weaver. And that will do it for the end of the first uh, third quarter of play here from Apple Creek. And your score at the end of three periods, we are all knotted up at 22. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton, and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products. Pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. We are all knotted up at 22 apiece. I'm Dave Mitchell on Ultimate Sports Talk. Bears will have the basketball to open up the fourth and final quarter of play. Waynedale was up 9-0 at the end of the first quarter. We were tied at 15 at the halftime. And now we are tied at the end of three at 22 apiece. Lemon with the basketball. Can't find anyone. Gets it off to Sidney Miller, along with Koblenz, Weaver, and Cannon out on the floor for the Lady Bears. Cannon right baseline. Out front to Lemon. Lemon with it. Now against the 2-3 of Rittman. Off to Cannon. 15-footer right side short. Cannon. Ball loose on the baseline. Picked up by Rupp. Rupp got the ball over to Leatherman on a nice hustle play by Rupp. 
and Leatherman will bring it into the front court. Leatherman on the right-hand side. She's going to drive the lane, and there'll be a foul called on the way to the bucket, and Leatherman will go to the line, shooting two. 7.26 to go, and the foul is called against Koblenz. That is her third, and that's six against Waynedale as a team, and Leatherman goes line left, who is 0 for 2 from the strike, puts that one up, and it is off the rim, no good. Leatherman had 8 in the first half. She was scoreless in the third quarter. 0 for 2 from the line. Now she's 0 for 3. Second one by Leatherman, trying to give Rittman the lead. No good again. And the rebound loose, and it comes down underneath to Ruff, and a foul will be called on Grace Lemon. Lemon with the foul, that will be her third, and that will send Rupp to the line, shooting one and one, where she is two for four from the stripe here tonight. Cannon will leave the ball game, and Brewer will check back in for the Lady Bears. Line left is Rupp. Two points tonight, two of four from the line. She's got five rebounds. She's the left-hander. Puts it up, and it's good. Rupp now with three, and it gives Rittman a one-point lead at 23-22. to Second one by Rupp. That one is in. Hung on the iron and fell in. So Rupp now with four, and it's a two-point Rittman lead, 24-22. Sidney Miller left wing. Now to Koblenz. Right wing to Klon, to. Lemon, now back to Miller, off to Koblenz, top of the key to Brewer, back over to Lemon. Lemon's going to drive the baseline, put it up short, and the rebound pulled out of the air by Maddie Smith. And Rittman with the basketball and a two-point lead. We're under seven minutes to go in the ballgame. Into the front court, Leatherman off on the left-hand side to Wilson. Wilson guarded by Koblenz. Spins it back out front to Smith. Smith to the free-throw line. Dishes it back out front to Leatherman. Leatherman top of the circle, guarded by Sidney Miller. Now on the right-hand side to Smith. Smith holds it up, hands it off to Markham, right side. Sideline right, Markham gets a left-handed bounce pass off to Wilson. Wilson drives inside the line, goes off to Leatherman for three. Right wing, got it. Leatherman with 11, and the biggest Rittman lead of the night is now 5 at 27-22. Bears desperately need a bucket. With it is Koblenz on the left wing to Miller. Now back to Koblenz, right wing to Lemon. On the left wing to Sidney Miller, back out front to Koblenz. Koblenz to the free throw line to Brewer, back out to Lemon. Top of the key, Koblenz. She's covered up by Markham. Back over on the left wing to Sidney Miller. Markham has done an excellent defensive job on Koblenz tonight. She has not gotten any open looks. Dribbles inside. Koblenz gets it back out now to Miller. Back to Koblenz. Now to the free throw line to Carolyn Brewer. Put up the shot. No good. And the rebound tapped out to Markham. Markham will bring it up. Stop in the backcourt. Get it off to Leatherman. And Leatherman will bring it into the frontcourt. 5.44 to go in the ballgame. And Rittman with the ball and a five-point lead. With it is Wilson, top of the key, Markham. Markham, now she will be fouled on the way to the bucket by Carolyn Brewer, and that should be four on Carolyn. And it will be. Carolyn Brewer with her fourth personal. Waynedale already over the limit. Sydney Miller out of the ball game, and so is Grace Lemon. Lindsay McFern and Brooklyn Reedy back in. Erica Gasser into the ball game for Ripman, and leaving the ball game will be Maddie Smith. Line left is Markham with three points tonight, and she'll go to the line shooting one and one. Eyes it, 
Shoots it. Got it. Markham with four in the ball game, and it's 28-22, a six-point Ripman lead. 5.34 left to go. And Markham. Now we'll get the basketball, and she will shoot the second of the two. One and one. Eyes it. That one is good again. Markham with five, and Waynedale just has not done anything offensively since the first quarter of play. And they're down by seven, 29-22. With it on the left-hand side is Koblenz. Koblenz drives inside the lane, put it up. No good, missed everything. And the rebound taken down, and a foul on Carolyn Brewer from behind on Rupp, and that will be all on Carolyn Brewer. She will foul out of the ball game with two points in this contest. And that's the first time this year that Carolyn Brewer has fouled out of the ball game. And Emma Cannon will check into the ball game now for Waynedale as Carolyn Brewer fouls out with two points, one rebound. 0 for 2 from the strike. And Rupp will go line left, shooting 1-1. One and one. That's nine team fouls on Waynedale. And Rupp puts it up, and it's good. Rupp with five. She's hit her last four in a row from the line. And she's five of seven. It's a 30 to 22 lead. Ripman on top of it. And the second one by Rupp is up and good. Rupp with six in the ball game. And it's a 31 22 Ripman lead. Weaver with it off to Koblenz. On the right wing to Emma Cannon. Cannon to the free throw line. Bounce pass to Brooklyn Reeby inside the lane. Back out to Koblenz. Dribbles inside the lane. Got the ball knocked free and stolen away by Wilson. Wilson drives in up against Reeby. The ball is going to be knocked out of bounds, but Reeby with the foul call on the shot. 5.04 to go in this ball game. Reeby with her third personal foul. Waynedale now with 10 personals. So that means Ripman will go to the line shooting the double bonus for the rest of the game. And Wilson from line left. Shoots it. Got it. Wilson three for three. And the foul disparity in this game is just... Well, it's ten to four, Waynedale. Second one is good again. By Wilson. She's got six. Timeout taken by Sid Klein. 5.03 to go. In this ball game, and your score, Ripman 33 and Waynedale 22. Okay, so this Nudible, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that, nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning nicely. Now the broth, it's Asian inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Well, Sid Klein using his second 30, so he'll have two 60s remaining. Eric Nichols has got a 30 and all three of his full timeouts. Waynedale will have the ball on the back baseline with 5.03 to go in the game. And Ritman has come out and scored the first 11 points of this fourth quarter to lead it 33-22. With it is Cannon. Cannon at the free throw line. Back out to McFern. Now to Reby. On the right wing to Lexi Weaver. Weaver with the basketball and a foul will be called on Rupp. And I think Sid Klein was going to come unglued if Brian Chisdell did not call that foul. 
Rupp picks up her fourth personal foul. Now Grace Lemon is going to rush back into the ballgame. Lemon will come in and McFern will leave. Rupp has got to leave the ballgame now with those four fouls. And Gosser is back in for Rippon. Lemon will put the ball in play right of her own bucket. Looking, looking. Can't find anybody. Inbound for the ball. Stolen by Markham. She tried to get the ball to Maggie Koblenz on the far side and threw it right into the hands of Markham, who gets it off the Leatherman into the front court. Now on the right-hand side is Smith. Top of the key, Markham. Markham with four and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. On the right wing to Maddie Smith. Smith bounce pass to Wilson, top of the key. Wilson guarded by Reedy. Wilson drives left of the lane, put up the shot. No, but a foul called on the way to the bucket. 4.24 to go in the ballgame. The foul will be called on Maggie Koblenz. That is her fourth personal. Wayndale's got Koblenz with four. Carolyn Brewer already fouled out of the game. That's 11 fouls on Wayndale. First one up by Wilson. It's no good. She was 4 of 4 from the stripe up until then. Now she'll shoot the second one from line left. Dips, shoots, got it. Wilson with 7. And it's 34-22, a 12-point ribbon lead. Into the front court, Emma Cannon. Cannon with the basketball to the free throw line. Reedy and out of her hands and out of bounds. 14 turnovers tonight. They had six at halftime, Waynedale did. They averaged just under 19. Coleman into the ball game now and Gasser will leave. 4-14 to go in the game. Markham will put the ball in play and does to Wilson. Wilson in the backcourt now to Markham and now is where Markham who's the closer for Rittman, will handle the basketball. Markham, top of the key, off to Coleman. Coleman with it, walk, no call. Coleman bounce pass over to Markham, and a timeout taken by Rittman of 30. 3.58 to go in the ballgame, and your score is Rittman 34, Wayndale 22. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek drive-thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Wayndale Golden Bears, Hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Well, now Eric Nichols will have all three of his full timeouts left. He's used both his 30s. Rittman will have the basketball out on the far side in front of the Waynedale student body in the front court. 3.58 to go in the ballgame. Markham will put the ball in play. And she will lob it into the backcourt. All the way to the free throw line. To Leatherman. And now Leatherman will bring it up guarded by Grace Lemon. Leatherman with the basketball up to the right hand side. Spins it back out front. And gets it off to Smith. Smith bounce pass to Markham. Markham with the top of the circle. Markham with one dribble. Looks right. Looks left, can't find anybody. Gets it over on the left-hand side to Leatherman. Leatherman with it, drives in on the baseline, stops, gets the shot blocked out of bounds by Koblenz, and it will stay with Rittman. 3.32 to go, and the clock working against the Lady Bears. 34-22 Rittman. Bears have been outscored 12-0 in this fourth quarter. Leatherman with the basketball in the front court. Bears have got to go with the man-to-man defense. On the right-hand side, Wilson. Wilson guarded by Reby. 
Backs in against Reeby with the basketball. Spins to her right. She's going to drive the lane. And a timeout taken by Eric Nichols. No bucket. And he will use a 60-second timeout of full with 3.17 to go in this game. And your score, it is Ripman 34 and Waynedale 22. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, I think if Eric Nichols could think about it, he probably wishes he hadn't taken that time out just simply because on the drive, Smith went in and hit the layup just as he was calling for the timeout. 34-22, Rittman. It was all knotted up at 22 heading into this fourth quarter of play. And now Rittman has scored the first 12 points for the fourth quarter. They have held Wayndale scoreless just as Wayndale did to Rittman in the first quarter, 9-0. And the Lady Indians will put the ball in play left of their own bucket on the baseline. 3.17 remaining in the game. Wilson will trigger it in, looking, looking, inbounds the ball to Smith. Smith sideline left, now dribbles out between the circles. And Rittman's going to run a little clock. They get it off to Leatherman. Leatherman dribbles inside the arc, now back out front near the center circle to Wilson. Wilson with the basketball over to Leatherman. And Sid Klein tells the Lady Bears they got to get up and play pressure defense. Leatherman on the left-hand side to Wilson with three minutes to go in the ballgame. Wilson spins to the left behind the back dribble. Spins to the right. Boy, that five-second violation was taking forever. Layup up and in on the play by Leatherman. Leatherman with the bucket. That is her 13th point of the night. And it's a 14-point Rittman lead. Sidney Miller on the right side to Lemon. Back to Sidney Miller. Bounce pass underneath the Weaver. And a foul called underneath. A push-off on Coleman as the pass was coming in on Weaver. That is the first personal against Coleman and just the fifth on Rittman as a team. 14-point lead by the Lady Indians. 2.35 to go in the game. Out top of the circle to Lemon, right wing to Cannon, back out front to Lemon, top of the key three, no good off the side iron, just barely grazed the side iron, and it's taken down by Leatherman. Leatherman will bring it into the front court with 2.20 to go in the game. Tomorrow night, Northwestern, right back here at the high school, 7.15 with the PNC Bank pregame show on Ultimate Sports Talk. With it is Wilson. Wilson kicked the ball away, it went off of Leatherman's hands, and back to the Lady Bears. That's just the fourth turnover in the second half on Rittman. They have done a good job of taking care of the basketball. 2.05 to go in the ballgame. Lemon gets it off to Cannon. Cannon free throw line stops. Back up on the right-hand side to Sidney Miller. To Maggie Colbins, three-pointer right wing, no good. And the rebound taken down underneath by Coleman. Coleman gets it back off to Leatherman. 1.45 to go in the ballgame. Lady Bears will be back in action on Saturday night against Hillsdale. 36-22 here, Rittman on top of it. Markham on the left-hand side, dribbles up top of the circle against the Bears man-to-man. Now goes on the left wing to Wilson. On the right-hand side, tried to get it to Leatherman, but Leatherman cut inside, and the pass was outside, and the turnover gives it back to the Lady Bears. 
1.30 to go in the game. Leatherman will come out of the ball game, and Andrea Vale will check in. Also leaving is Smith. And into the contest for the first time tonight is a 5-2 freshman, Kara Leatherman, number 23. With it is Koblenz, left wing Sidney Miller. Miller looked for the shot, bounced pass to the free throw line, went right by Emma Cannon, picked up off the floor by Wilson. Wilson will bring it up on the right side, knocked away and out of bounds by Koblenz. And it will stay with Rittman with a minute 10 to go in the game. Erica Gosser will come into the ball game again. She's got three points, three or four from the line, and leaving is Wilson for the evening. Wilson will leave with seven points in this contest. Rippman got this one firmly in hand by 14. Coleman on the right side to Kara Leatherman, tried to get it back to Coleman. Coleman with the basketball, fought it away from Sidney Miller. Over to Gosser, now back to Coleman. Coleman handling the basketball out front between the circles. On the right-hand side, Carol Leatherman got the ball knocked away into the front court. Stolen away by Grace Lemon. Lemon baseline left. Back out to Sidney Miller. Down to Lexi Weaver. Weaver's going to drive the lane, lay it up, no good. Weaver got her own rebound, put it up, knocked away, and it's pulled out of the air by Gosser. Gosser with the basketball and gets it up the floor into the front court. To Kara Leatherman, or Andrea Vale, excuse me. Now, Reby coming in, Lindsay Troyer, Darby Ramey, and for the first time this year into the varsity game, Caitlin Hershberger, as Sid Klein clears his bench with 35.2 seconds to go. Inbounds pass into the backcourt to Claudia Hartzler for Rittman, who is a 5-4 sophomore into the ballgame. On the left side of the front court, it goes to Coleman. Hands it off to Gosser. Got the ball knocked free. Ball loose on the floor. There's a scramble for it. Still loose on the floor, and it'll be a jump ball between Gosser and Sidney Miller with 18.6 seconds to go in the game. 36-22 is the score. Rittman will inbound the basketball. Inside to Gosser. Gosser shoots it from 15. No good. And Caitlin Hershberger with the rebound. Hershberger gets it up the floor on the right-hand side. Get, now gets it off to Sidney Miller. Four seconds to go. Right wing Lindsay Troyer put up an air ball. Saved in by Sidney Miller, but she stepped on the baseline. Did not save it in. And with a half a second to go, Rittman will put the ball in play, and that will do it. Your final score here tonight from Waynedale High School. It was the Rittman Indians, 36, the Waynedale Golden Bears, 22. Waynedale now 1-7 on the year, 0-4 in conference play, while Rittman goes to 5-3 and overall and 3-2 and in the WCAL. Your final score one more time from Apple Creek. It was Rittman, 36, Waynedale, 22. The postgame show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This game has been brought to you by Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Shop Brothers Farms. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, call 830-9760. 
the Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster, and by Yoder Builders in Orville. The star of the game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com.